In today's show, Bitcoin addresses in a loss at a one-month high as the Bitcoin price retests $21,000 as Glassnode points out here. Over 17.5 million wallets are in the red. According to crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, Bitcoin scenario, I think, is quite likely. In this case, bullish divergence is being created on the weekly time frame, sweep of the lows for liquidity or retests, and total market capitalization, 200-week moving average, remains intact. Accumulation period overall for investors, including Crypto Rover, I honestly think Bitcoin can reach $200,000 plus within 24 months. Send it, including Ben Armstrong. If Bitcoin heading to 10,000 scares you, then you are actually the target. I can't be shaken out. The number doesn't exist. That's how you win. HODL. Also in today's show, Bitcoin won't hedge inflation until it hits a billion wallets. According to Anthony Scaramucci, a Skybridge Capital, quoting him here from a recent interview on CNBC Squawk Box, Bitcoin is still not a mature enough asset to be regarded as a potential inflation hedge. You just don't have the wallet bandwidth with Bitcoin. It's still an early adopting technical asset. Also in today's show, crypto analysts who called the 2018 Bitcoin bottom predict strong Ethereum rally by the end of this year, but there is a catch. Quoting Smart Contractor, $1,300 is still the spot to look for buys, in my opinion, provided the structure looks right when we get there. Also in today's show, popular analysts predict sharp rallies for Bitcoin and crypto markets. and says the latest pullback is flashing 2018 bear market bottom vibes. Quitting Van Day Pop here. Where are we at this point? I'm seeing similar price action as quarter four 2018. Bounce from the 200-week moving average on the total market cap. Rejection and retest taking place. Higher low being granted. Acceleration upwards after. Very comparable price action. Also in today's show, Bitcoin mining to cost less than a half a percent of the global energy if Bitcoin hits $2 million per coin, according to Arcane Research. That's right. How much energy will Bitcoin consume in the future? Well, if the Bitcoin price reaches $2 million by 2040, Bitcoin may consume 894 terawatt hours per year, a 10x increase from today's level. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Here at Crypto News Alerts, I drop a brand new episode every single day. Also do a $50 Bitcoin giveaway every single day. And the winner from yesterday's episode is J-Dub the Laker, 24. He wrote, there is no better news channel on the planet than Crypto News Alerts. JV's consistency and optimism is truly something to behold and admire. Doing something you love on the daily with passion and commitment is the key to life in general. And when you do, you will no doubt be successful at it. JV, keep killing it, my boy. Much hodl love from Watts, California. Baby, send it. J-Dub, congrats, fam. You just won $50 in Bitcoin for the best comment of the day. Please post your Bitcoin address on your YouTube channel about section, and I will send it to you. Hodl. And to qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, just make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Will Smith, that like button, and drop a comment below, and a comment will be selected as the winner in tomorrow's episode. Best of luck. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV, and this is podcast episode number 1026. And as usual, we have a lot to cover, so let's dive right in. Bitcoin hodlers are feeling the squeeze this week as repeated tests the lower level spark, increasing losses. Data from on-chain analytics firm Glassnode shows more wallets are in the red as of August 23rd than at any time in the past month, making it over 17.5 million wallets in the red. That's right, Bitcoin has seen five trips below 20 
21,000 since the end of August 19th. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View shows, and the quest for support is already making plenty of traders nervous. And here you can see the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, which is currently looking pretty bearish. Meanwhile, those who bought in at the recent weeks are underwater to varying degrees, as Bitcoin is at its lowest since the last week of July. Now, the extent to which investors added or created positions on the way to this month's $25,200 highs is now becoming clearer. More Bitcoin addresses are at an overall loss than at any time since July 23rd, and the increase in underwater addresses has been particularly pronounced since last week's sudden price drop. At the time of this recording, the seven-day moving average of wallets in the red sits at more than 17.5 million, an increase to 1.5 million over several days. Numbers don't lie. Check out this chart. It shows you the Bitcoin number of addresses currently at a loss. And additional statistics from monitoring resource CoinGlass covering liquidations of positions on derivative exchanges. Meanwhile, points to the vast majority of pain being inflicted on August 1st, with subsequent price movements across the $21,000 mark being of little importance. Now, August 19th sealed a total of $209.5 million in long positions being liquidated on the exchanges, the most since June 13th, along with $30 million of short positions. And turning to the immediate outlook, few were prepared to bet on a major renaissance in the crypto markets. Popular trader and analyst Rack Capital highlighted Bitcoin's first close below the key 200-week moving average since July, and others noted risk assets face resistance while the U.S. dollar broke higher. Quoting Rec Capital, Bitcoin has performed a weekly close below the 200-week moving average for the first time in weeks. And quoting Trader J, SPX at support, DXY, which is the U.S. dollar currency index, at resistance. And quoting Keith Allen, SPX 500 lost a 50-week moving average last week, and on the first day of this week has lost the 100-week moving average and the micro trend line. What do you think comes next? Trend precognition has some clues highlighted in the red. The U.S. dollar currency index, with which Bitcoin has shown inverse correlation to varying degrees in the recent years, hit its highest since July 14th, passing 109 and up 4.4% from its August lows. And quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, Bitcoin scenario, I think it's quite likely in this case, bullish divergence is being created on the weekly time frame, sweep of the lows for liquidity or retest, total market capitalization, 200-week moving average remains intact, accumulation period overall for investors, including Crypto Rover, I honestly think Bitcoin can reach $200,000 within 24 months. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Crypto Rover. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin won't hedge inflation until it hits a billion wallets, according to Anthony Scaramucci. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you see, all the major cryptos are currently pumping. Back in the green, we got Bitcoin up about 1% for the day, maintaining just above 21400 at the time of this recording. We have Ether up 3%, trading above $1,600, while Binance Coin, Polkadot, Solana, XRP, Cardano are all pumping and in the green. But all right, now let's break down the next way of the day. Skybridge Capital CEO Anthony Scaramucci, who's predicting a $300,000 Bitcoin price, believes that while Bitcoin continues to be an attractive asset, it has not reached the wallet bandwidth that is required for it to be a consideration for an inflation hedge. Speaking on CNBC's Squawk Box on Monday, the global investment management CEO said Bitcoin was still too much of an early adopting technical asset, which would need to be held in around a billion wallets before it would begin to act as a hedge against inflation, quoting Scaramucci here, until you get into the billion, billion plus zone, I don't think you're going to see Bitcoin as an inflation hedge, as it's still an early adopting technical asset. And while the exact number of Bitcoin wallets in the world is unknown, estimates place this number at approximately 
200 million. And in its early years, some touted Bitcoin as a potential hedge against inflation, given its fixed supply of 21 million coins. We all know many of those are lost and gone forever, several million, leaving us with probably only around 16 million coins, which will ever be in existence. Now, this narrative has changed over time. However, as Bitcoin has been observed as being increasingly correlated to the stock market, according to a new IMF report, all I got to say is this, F the IMF. I am not selling. And if you want to watch this entire interview with Scaramucci on CNBC's Squawk Box, check the show notes below the video. In the description, I'll include this clip for you to check out. Now, Scaramucci also said he was still bullish on Bitcoin and the overall crypto market, pointing to recent moves from BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, to launch a new private spot Bitcoin trust with Coinbase as the custodian, a sign that there is strong institutionalized demand for the leading crypto. You damn skip it. Now, Scaramucci believes that the markets are currently filled with a ton of short positions which could result in people getting their faces ripped off when they least expect it, literally. In a recent interview with Cointelegraph, Stephen Lubka, managing director of private clients at Swan Bitcoin, argued that Bitcoin should still be considered as an inflation hedge. And while Lubka agreed that Bitcoin has failed to act as an inflationary hedge during the global inflation events this year, he believes that this inflation has been predominantly caused by supply shocks rather than monetary expansion, where Bitcoin is able to hedge against inflation more effectively. And at the time of this recording, Bitcoin is currently trading just above 21,400, down 69% from its all-time high of 69,000 on November 11th of last year. And also speaking of Squawk Box on Monday, CoinShares Chief Strategy Officer Melton Demirers said she expects Bitcoin prices will continue to remain flat throughout the third quarter as the price correlation between tech equities and cryptos continue. Quitting her here, with Bitcoin, we've seen a lot of buying on dips, she said. While internally, there is a lot of enthusiasm within the crypto community around the merge, I don't think there is a lot of new capital coming in to buy Ethereum on these changed fundamentals. And to watch this interview on Squawk Box, check the show notes below the video in the description. And before I break down next story of the day, analysts who called the 2018 Bitcoin bottom predict strong Ethereum rally by the end of this year. But there is a catch. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, maintaining just above that critical psychological $1 trillion support with about $70 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at 40.1% and the Ether dominance at 19.2%. And checking out the top 100 crypto currency gainers. In the past 24 hours, we have Chili's leading the pack, up almost 13% for the day, trading just under 22 cents, followed by EOS up 12.6%, trading at $1.73, followed by Bitcoin Cash up 12.4%, trading just under $132. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you could say a C of red for the altcoins, but not much in the green. You only got EOS up 34%, got Chili's up 10.2%, and Ton up 8 And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 28 out of 100 in fear. Yesterday a 29, last week a 44, and last month a 30 in fear. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. The crypto strategist who nailed Bitcoin's 2018 bear market bottom is predicting a strong year-end performance for Ethereum. The synonymous analyst known in the industry as Smart Contractor tells his 210,000 Twitter followers that while he sees Ethereum rallying nearly 70% in quarter four, he predicts rough days for Ethereum for the rest 
of quarter three. Quoting him here, looks like the larger ABC correcting the five-wave rise has begun on ETH. This looks like an A-wave for now, expecting a bounce that ends up being a lower high soon. $1,300 is still the spot to look for buys, in my opinion, provided the structure looks right when we get there. This was in response to his previous tweet. If ETH makes a new high here on the weekend, it sets up for a five-wave to complete on the daily and a potential top in the new week when legacy markets open. If it confirms with a new high, some good longer-term buying ops should present around the 1270 mark in the coming month. Now, Smart Contractor is a popular practitioner of the Elliott Wave Theory, a technical analysis approach that attempts to predict future price action by following crowd psychology that tends to manifest in waves. Looking at the analyst's chart, he predicts Ethereum could fall to around $1,300 by October before setting up a strong rally towards $2,200 before the end of the year. And although Smart Contractor is short-term bearish on Ethereum, fellow crypto strategist Rhett Capital tells his 327,000 Twitter followers that Ethereum can still regain its bullish momentum if it reclaims the $1,800 level as support. Quoting him here, ETH has dipped to $1,550, but if ETH wants to keep its bullish bias, it needs to recover back above the orange area and weekly close above inside it. Much like in mid-2021, which you can see here in the yellow circle, this orange region may turn into new resistance otherwise. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And do you feel a $1,300 ETH price is likely here in the near future? Let me know in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, popular analysts predict sharp rallies for Bitcoin and crypto markets and says the latest pullback is flashing 2018 bear market bottom vibes, as well as Bitcoin mining to cost less than a half a percent of the global energy if Bitcoin hits $2 million per coin, according to Arcane Research. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And to qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, just make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Will Smith that like button and drop a comment below and a comment will be selected as the winner on tomorrow's show. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. A wily followed crypto strategist says the recent sell-off in the crypto markets is reminiscent of the 2018 bear market bottom. That's right. Van Day Pop tells his 623,000 Twitter followers that he is keeping a close eye on the total chart, which tracks the overall market cap of all crypto assets. According to the crypto analyst, he's waiting for a total to retest the 200-week moving average, just like it did during the 2018 crypto winter bottom. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, where are we at this point? I'm seeing similar price action as quarter four 2018. Bounce from the 200-week moving average on the total market cap. Rejection and retest taking place. Higher low being granted. Acceleration upwards after. Very comparable price action. And looking at Bitcoin, the crypto strategist says the King Crypto is still in a sideways accumulation phase, but warns traders that the King Crypto can still drop to around $19,000. After the brief correction, Van Day Pop sees Bitcoin rallying in alignment with his predicted rise of the crypto market cap. And as for Ethereum, Van Day Pop says ETH bulls should keep a close watch on a crucial support level. As he shares here, if we continue to drop, it's important to keep an eye on the $19,300 level for Bitcoin and probably $1,400 area for Ethereum. Buyers should regularly step in around 
those zones. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Van Day Pop. And do you feel this is a good accumulation zone to be stacking them stats at 19300 and a $1,400 ETH? Holla at your boy in the comments below. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Bitcoin, the world's most valued crypto, has the potential to be a significant energy consumer in the future, but only if it reaches several million dollars per coin, according to new estimates by Arcane Research. Crypto research and analytics firm Arcane Research on Monday released a report estimating the development in Bitcoin's energy usage towards 2040. Authored by Arcane Research analysts, the report points out that Bitcoin's future energy consumption differs massively depending upon the future Bitcoin price alongside factors like transaction fees, electricity prices, amongst others. Now, if the Bitcoin price hits $2 million per coin in 17 years, Bitcoin may consume 894 terawatt hours per year, surging 10 times from today's level. The report suggests despite huge growth, such energy consumption would only account for 0.36% of the estimated global energy consumption in 2040, increasing from Bitcoin's 0.05% shared today. The analyst estimated, quoting the report here, currently based on our energy consumption of 88 terawatt hours and an average energy price of $50 per MWH, Bitcoin miners spend around 50% of their income on energy. Bitcoin's future energy consumption would be much lower and less bullish scenarios. Bitcoin price would need to reach $500,000 by 2040 for Bitcoin to consume 223 terawatt hours per year. And if Bitcoin trades at 117 years, Bitcoin mining would consume just 45 terawatt hours per year, the report notes. And as you can see in this chart, it shows you the projected Bitcoin energy consumption from 2022 to 2040. And the analyst went on to mention the significant impact of the Bitcoin halving, which occurs every four years. And according to the report, the Bitcoin price must be rising at a tremendous pace due to the halving, while halving's mitigating effect can be offset by growing transaction fees in the future, such an increase will only happen if there is a significant demand for using Bitcoin as a payment system. And quoting the report again here, the Bitcoin price depends upon the market demand for Bitcoin as a store of value, while the transaction fees are driven by the usage of Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. As a store of value and a medium of exchange make up two of the most important functions of money, the report also suggests that Bitcoin's energy consumption will only reach a significant level if Bitcoin succeeds as money. And as many Bitcoin Bitcoin skeptics believe that such a scenario is hardly possible. They should not worry about Bitcoin's energy consumption. The report hinted, quoting them here, I have good news for those of you who want to see Bitcoin's energy consumption decline. You can relax in your armchair because your wishes will be fulfilled if Bitcoin fails as a monetary system and you believe Bitcoin will fail don't you? Now, the Bitcoin mining industry has suffered a major decline in 2022 amid the ongoing crypto winter, with many big crypto miners opting to sell their Bitcoin holdings to continue operating, while mining companies in the U.S. have also faced pressure from regulators, with U.S. lawmakers requesting energy consumption data from four major Bitcoin mining firms, which we all know is nothing more than FUD. And despite the increasingly bearish climate, many Bitcoin miners are still optimistic about Bitcoin's short and long-term perspective. According to Canon, Senior Vice President Edward Liu, the mining industry is a healthy and profitable business in the long term. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Bitcoin mining to cost less than a half a percent of the global energy if the Bitcoin price hits $2 million per coin? Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. And FYI, extremely difficult to pick the top three comments when you got like 500 plus comments to choose from. But Josh Skelton wrote, great work as always, JV. I love listening to your show daily. When I am making the kids lunches, 10,000, 300,000 or 2.1 million per BTC. 
Sounds great to me. Keep stacking. Josh, you got it, fam. One love. Our next featured comment comes from Atanas. Wow, episode 1025, like it was yesterday, when it started before two and a half years, this show, JB. I wish you managed to get an interview from Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert. I know they are your favorites as mine. Continue with BTFD. You got it, fam. And shout out to Max and Stacey of the Orange Pill Pod. And our third and final featured comment comes from Matt, who wrote, how many people sold Bitcoin 10 years ago because they had an 85% drop? They wish they had diamond hands and hodled until today. This is a great opportunity to DCA and hodl for future fortunes. Keep stacking the sats. Don't look back. JV's daily videos are the reminder you need to be positive to get through this low point. Send it. You got it, fam. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop a comment below and you'll automatically be qualified to win $50 in tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway. Just make sure you subscribe to the channel. Will Smith, that like button and drop the comment below. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.